live and missing all of our penalties, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I miss them all the time. Look, and I get- it's slippery, okay? Like, I don't think you understand. Yeah, it's not my fault. I slipped. I slipped. The sun was in my eyes. Yeah. There was a laser. Raise your voice. Oh, I had a big breakfast. They were waving Common. flags yeah. behind. The, like, that's just distracting and not... It's rude is what it is. Mm. I'm going to say, it's all, what, what's rude? How many goalkeeper out there deliberately trying to stop penalties? Well, that's Honestly, not fair. I what ca- the fuck? I, I can't oh, think of anything more effort? offensive. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that says you can't win a cup final if you don't try. No, just kidding. Um, on this week's episode... We do recap a very wild uh, MLS Cup final. Oh, it was fun. Uh, sadly, discuss some more injuries to the men's team. Welcome the next Campia Club officially. Look at those wild and crazy colors. Uh, talk some salary increases. That's right, almost a living wage, youngsters. Look ahead to some friendlies and more. And now to this week's panel. He was entertained. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. I was entertained, yes. Especially just the 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 villainy of a you know <laughs> extra time sort of extra time dogzo, whatever you want to call it, the professional foul that injured the opposition player and denied it a, a goal. A top class villainy from Maxime Crapo. Well done. Oh yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. Oh god, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that so much. <laughs> <laughs> giddy at the thought of hamilton with even more money to spend say hello to mark hinckley i mean that 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 cap is still not anywhere near what they spend i'm sure of it like no, nowhere it near it. it can't be you know there's there's like a there's like a uh a, a founder's bonus that isn't quite written down in ink anywhere that uh yeah so i mean it's nice it lets people pretend they can catch up but uh thank you thanks for having me on a very good run of form prediction wise it's tony walsh i had a big breakfast that's a that's a regular thing yeah as for me if there's going to be a player who plays villain to ruin the union's chances it might as well be gareth pale because who else uh i am your host kristen what Maxine Crippo, that's who else. That's anyway, true. Gareth Bale as well, sure. The goal, you know what I mean. He played, he played for like six minutes. He's a big time Charlie. The commentator was even running his mouth about him. <laughs> yeah, that's Save right. Save him for the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to our show. All right. Well, first up, obviously, uh, what's been going on, and we are going to just like dive straight into the MLS Cup final because that was fun. <laughs> that was way more fun than I expected it to be. As we remember from last week's show, I, I was thinking some fun, but not. And I keep I forget that it's it's MLS, and there are no rules, and there are no rules. It just it's just team chaos all the time, and this match. Once it got going. Yeah, it was a slow burn, but uh, it eventually oh, yeah. picked up very nicely. Oh, God, when it picked up. 
<laughs> just it's like don't blink don't leave the room don't get a beverage like just just stay in your seat <clears throat> oh my god you're saying M- MLS, ridiculous... is pro, mls is pro dehydration is that what you're saying i am saying that it's true they they really those water breaks are are a lie it's all, all that tequila i've been drinking all these years because of those ads <laughs> Oh, uh, that was just bonkers. The whole like, did did everyone did everyone watch? I hope everyone got a chance to watch the whole thing, or at least most yeah. of it. I did. I was uh, I had a I had a Zoom call after the after the match with my my weekly family Zoom, and I was like literally like, okay, I I have to. I have supper in here somewhere and my, my family's like what's going on and i was like well the soccer the soccer game went a full hour longer than it was supposed to <laughs> which was great which was great it was it was it was very exciting and i would like to, i would like to point out that for you know a brief shining moment it did seem um it did seem as though my prediction of the union winning in extra time was going to come true until Gareth Bale, but anyway, this was a ridiculous game, especially the second half. You, you, you're forgiven for not watching the first half. That's that's fine. There's a goal. It's a nice goal. Um, mm-hmm. And Jack Elliott somehow escaping, probably being kicked off the pitch at some point in time. But um, once the second half got going, once that's once that tying goal, that was it. It was like all bets were off. Just. Just, just, just chaos, absolute chaos. Goal here, here's a goal, have a goal, have a scrap. Here's a yellow card, here's another yellow card. More things, players being subbed on, subbed off. That you're like, oh, so-and-so's coming off? What? What's happening? Is that allowed in a game like this? And then the big moment, one of the, one of the big moments outside of the goals in extra time is what Duncan has mentioned uh, more than once, and rightfully so, um, and it, I love that it does say in the in the match summary, professional foul, last man. Um, mm-hmm. Maxime Trippel, so you don't, he you felt don't want so an bad about it. He broke <laughs> like, his leg. He broke his leg, like horribly, um, but has been repaired. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, or not a little bit later, shortly. Um, but like it's, it's, it's very, you know, it's terribly sad for Crapo. I like on just on a regular basis. I like yes. to prevent things happening, especially he's going to have to miss out in the World Cup. That's terrible. Yes. But I do find it hilarious. I'm just like everyone's completely like focused on him and oh, that's really bad news. It's like he's the victim, and no one gives a shit about Corey Burke who well, had yeah, to be like, dubbed off injured. Exactly. I, <laughs> okay. It's not like Corey Burke came out of that just, unscathed yeah. or anything, you know? This, this, this is a poor thing that happened to Maxime Crepeau. Yes, it is. But, you know, hmm, he did it to himself, people. Yeah. Yeah. If he's My only favorite got, only got himself people to arguing that he should not get a red card. No. I was like, um, pardon? That's... I was freaking out because the ref had only given him a yellow initially. I was like, excuse me? That's a fucking red card. Like, I feel bad for Crepeau, but that's a red card. That's yeah. a red card every day of the week. Come on. And people are like, oh, well, you know. I was like, the injury 
really has nothing to do as to whether or not he deserves the red card. You don't change the color of the card for sympathy. I do like the idea that you can get the card changed because you're injured. I punched him in the face, but I broke my hand, ref. Look. Oh, okay. You know what? Oh, it's just a yellow then. It's fine. It was a close fist, though, but you need to learn how to throw a punch. But here's a yellow. Now, remember, you want to tuck your thumb around the outside. Yes, not inside. That's the. I presumed that that's essentially what Crapeau was doing. It's like, because, oh, you've obviously fouled this guy. You're obviously going to get a red card, but, oh, you know, you're going like full on. Um, it's like shit's uh, shit housery, and oh yeah, you've done the foul, and now you're going to pretend to be injured to try and not get the red card. Oh, um, no. you know, turns out that wasn't what he was doing. I thought the same thing, but yeah, it's like oh, you, you magnificent of shit housing bastard. You've learned from Richie Larea or Milan Boyan or <laughs> someone. <laughs> Carlos Vela, I don't know. <laughs> he was genuinely injured, which is uh, very very sad for him. Uh, yeah, good decision, you know. He went out there, he stopped that goal, did his job, earned his medal. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... If he hadn't broken his leg, that would have been, like... It still would have been a red card. He still would have been taken off, but it would have been talked about slightly differently. But now, in, in a weird way, this adds layers to it for the legend now, right? Oh, so my God. Saying... It's, like, it's, like, it's like Will Johnson breaking his leg in the Voyager's Cup. So what you're saying is... You literally have to break something before you're considered a legend in that moss surface. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's, that's my takeaway. Just, just check. But yeah, I mean, you know, aside from the injury, then, you know, that sort of thing, I mean, that's right up there with you know, sort of Luis Suarez and like the World Cup against, you know, with that handball against Ghana in the World Cup. Uh, you know, that's top class villainy to just like, yeah, yeah I'm going to commit a freaking foul at the right important time. Yep. Um, yeah, but uh, instead it's oh no, that's a shame. Is that is is a big sympathetic figure? No, no, he isn't. No, <laughs> he's a he's a, a villain, a fantastic villain. Well done. <laughs> I completely admire that. But uh, oh, oh, and you're a villainy. God damn it! Come on. Um, yeah. So from that, which also became a, a huge story point in this match, which was again, just if you haven't watched it please go watch it. Like, just, just it's just, just find it and watch it. It's, it's, it's worth it. It, it. It's so worth it. We, we rail against this league a lot, but dear gods, at least so watch it. Try and seek out an extended highlight pack because you'll get, you'll really get more of that, that picture painted. Well, I want to talk about this McCarthy person. Oh, it's such this a shame that person. LA had a sub left. Didn't have to go with a uh, <laughs> an outfield player and goal. Outfield player. Yeah. So, but but so the, the, the thing about just put you on, you've got to go and go. About um, John McCarthy coming on and sort of becomes against, sort of adds to just all the extra layers of this match is that he's a former he's a former Philadelphia he's from Philadelphia he's he's a Philadelphia Union product. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Like, it's just, you know, it's just one more extra little, you know, like literally sticking it to mm. his old team. Um, it's, it's and, uh, really, I do feel like the union, they're very much like TFC, but a few years back, 
you know, start out with a bit of hype that's mainly just about the supporters rather than the team, be crap for a long time, eventually get good, and then, hey, eventually you make the final and, oh, you lose to, you know, with a, the goalkeeper who was one of your own. Exactly. Like, exactly. So, he only played... In yeah. two matches this year, which isn't surprising because they have they have yeah. Crepo, they have Crepo, right? But yeah. still, hilarious. Twenty twenty three is going to be amazing. Don't get it. It took a second. Thing. It took a second of the route you were going, and I managed to just get there right before you got to it. And it's Chef's kiss. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, Philadelphia will defeat. Oh yeah, LA. LA. So like the, the finals net, already in, set for next year. Next, no one else yeah, really even needs Cup. to play. So they'll, yeah. they'll win the supporters shield. They'll win the US Open Cup. Then they'll beat uh, LA I need in to, uh, MLS Cup twenty twenty three. Yeah, I need to make sure I put a cheeky dollar bet on this because I was going to say, Mark, put one Canadian dollar on. <laughs> I was going to exactly. say, if there was ever a time I was going to bet mm. on sport, it would be this. This is this has to be history repeating itself. And then we're going to find out that, all of, repeating? that MLS is completely scripted league and <laughs> run out of ideas. I and they're just rehashing all old ideas. And we're going to do this whole bullshit again in about seven or eight more seasons when Charlotte do the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> Which is well, okay. I, said to, I said to somebody on Saturday night on Twitter, I said, I said MLS is, is, is the soccer version of WWE. Oh, that's... Uh, I mean, kind of insulting because WWE is really good right now. But I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean. I understand the the the, the wrestling part of it. Thank you. Uh, but uh, no, even 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 WWE at its worst has had better story writing than this. Literally, just copy copy paste the fucking 2016 2017 seasons. Come on, like like we you think that was long enough for us to forget? Did did you make enough flashy ads, MLS? With cool people looking disinterested, wearing <laughs> for us to go. Oh, this is a completely different scenario now. No, no, it's the same fucking one. If if Philly does win, congratulations and shenanigans. Exactly. Like, please let it happen now. Like, I feel. I feel like. I feel like we'll just be really disappointed if it does. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe, maybe whoever, maybe the admins at TFC will. Absolutely pummel the league for two weeks as they deserve if that fucking happens. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So back to the match. So because of the injury to Crepo and to uh and to Burke, um, there was, you know, obviously the match was stopped for a significant amount of time. So extra time got a lot of added extra time. And within that not one, but two goals were scored. So as I said, Jack Elliott, who had had a tremendous match for Philadelphia, um, had brace um, with this goal. And it was like, oh, everything. Surely, surely this is it. This is it. The union have done it. They have, they have, they've managed what seems like the impossible in a very raucous stadium, which I always feel like holds way more people than it does because I got to say that supporters group is loud that and wall, very visible. That wall that is terrifying of seats. It's amazing. Okay. So like, I don't know when, when we're going to get to phase 12 of BMO field, <laughs> but go copy somebody's fucking homework and give us a roof. Exactly. Go copy some homework and Please. do that. Do that. You want, you want it. You want BMO to really feel like a fucking fortress. You're going to have to build that. 
because you've done everything else pretty good so far. But I just love the fact that not so much, not so much like as the crow, like distance as the crow flies, meaning like horizontally. The back row is really only about 50 feet from the pitch. It's like 100 <laughs> feet high, but it's 50 feet from the pitch. It's a wall, guys. I know. It's, it's great. It's incredible. It really is. My God, I would love to have a seat there. And not just because, like, supporter culture aside, waving flags and flares and whatnot, I would love to be that close to a pitch every game. Right. And how amazeballs is that? Like, how, like, how, how amazing, can you not like, love the that? view and everything? Yeah. No, I know. I totally feel you. You guys um, go on about LAFC too much. I know. Yeah. You must get so tired of it. We're so sorry for inflicting this on you, Tony. I know how much you dislike them. Counterpoint. It's probably all the stairs to get to the top. I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What if there was a pulley the, 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 system? Let's, what if there was well. a lift? <laughs> okay, uh, Duncan's not wrong because I once, I once had a seat. The only time I've been to Old Trafford, once... Uh, I was the second, second last row to the very back of the stadium at the top. I felt like it took me fucking 28 minutes to climb it. <laughs> so he's not wrong, kids. That sucks ass. So I'm pr- proposing that we will sit in the middle of 117 for the sake of of uh, uh, aerobic limitations, shall we call it? Mm. We just call it that. Um, but yeah, still amazing. I don't know if stadiums have funicular railways. Right? Mm. Like, seriously, they need to get on that. I mean, downtown LA has a fine funicular. They should just, like, find a way of uh, moving it over. Say that five times fast. The flying funicular? Fine funicular. A fine funicular. Oh, I heard flying. Okay, fine <laughs> funicular. Okay, that makes sense. If, it, if it's from France, would it be a French fine funicular? Yeah. From Finland. What would, would, would make this harder? What would make this a tongue twister? <laughs> Well, I fine funicular is pretty difficult. Like I said, say it five times fast, three times fast. Yeah, from Finland, a fine Finnish funicular. Uh, mm, yeah. Again, no one is doing it. All right, that's fine. Um, what if you were farting on it? Anyway, go on. <laughs> so again, it seemed it seemed assured that the union had done it. Jack Elliott, savior, clearly man of the match, everything locked up, wonderful. And then Gareth Bale. Hello. <laughs> Seriously, that was that was, and it was a very Gareth Bale goal. Like, seen him score that goal before. Leaping head, barely enough time to say hello. <laughs> and the other thing to sort of, other than the fact that he tied it up and then sent it to penalties, where everything went to hell in a handbasket for Philadelphia, um, is that this is also the set piece MLS Cup. Yes, it was. Every goal. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and I, I love it. I, I was so here for it. That equalizing goal and said, hey, yo, Jack Elliott, he's scored two goals, blah, 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 blah. Right, you have to be six foot six, cross coming into the box. You should be winning that. You know, Gareth Bale's not that tall. Sure, he can jump. That's nice. But come on, you're six foot six. You're a center half. You should be getting that ball. Oh, yeah. Jack Elliott, villain. You got bullied right the fuck out of that. He really did. Like he was just. Elliot had no chance. As oh, I thought I, I was like, I was like, it was, it was like, he over. has a family, Gareth. Like, come oh, on. He absolutely embarrassed the <laughs> shit out of that beanstalk. 
It also, <laughs> Jack the Beanstalk Elliot is not a thing. I don't understand why it's not a thing. Oh, good point, Mark. But yeah, he like because watching the replay, I'm like, how the fuck is that possibly? And he had like his 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 shoulders were like above Elliot's shoulders. Like he got right the fuck up there. He was on a some kind of a step ladder and. <laughs> and he and Elliot was in zero position to battle back. Like there's he was a little, already there's a little over. like mini motor in the in the in the in the man bun, and it just uh, it ele- it helps helps oh, yeah. him rise. Mm. There's a propeller that makes That's sense actually. Yeah, there's a tiny Welshman in there controlling him. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it's not unusual. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then to penalties, and then it literally just it fell apart. And it looked again; it started out looking like it could be in Philadelphia's favor because the first attempt was not good, and then no, just bad slips mm-hmm. over net, like just horrible. And Zombie Shivas triumphant, as it was yeah. as it was foretold. Yeah, and yep. just from the penalty shootout, the, the official man of the match, like McCarthy. Oh, that was dumb. Fucking kidding me? He yeah. played 10 minutes in yeah. which he conceded a goal, and then, all right, sure, you, you saved two penalties, that's nice, but man of the match, fuck off. Yeah, <sighs> I agree. Anyway, but, uh, you know, rec- re- recency bias, right? Oh, look at that thing he did right there, yeah. Mm. whatever regardless it was fantastic it was just... like far and away the best final ever and that includes ones where we were in person watching them win that was outstanding it's pretty I, fucking I, good I wish I wish every I wish every final could deliver half as good as that and it would be must see television every year I'd say like a solid 80% of the time they are though. Like they're not necessarily that entertaining, but we've seen yeah. some pretty entertaining MLS cups. Uh, counterpoint mm. 2016. That was, <laughs> that was fucking awful. It was brutal. Aside from one, uh, my favorite part, sorry. And just bringing that back together. So um, uh, I guess uh, McCarthy made a save off the line in the at the death. Yes. Said, that's one of the greatest saves in MLS Cup history. No, it's not. No, it's not. In person. No one's fucking beating that. Unless he goes from post to post, corner to corner, no one's ever going to beat a save like fucking Fry on Josie Altador. So calm your tits down with the hyperbole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I couldn't believe that. Are you new to this league? Seriously. <laughs> Fuck, it wasn't that long ago, guys. It wasn't even, it's not even a decade. Not even a decade. <laughs> that actually made me mad. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, it's uh, like that's, that was, that was, that was a long, I mean, yeah, like I, we were on, we were on edge the entire game because, 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 but ultimately that was not a very good match because Seattle were awful. And yeah. and they were stifled. Toronto was stifled by their awfulness, and it went on for 120 goddamn minutes. So, and then we lost, and we, and we all got pneumonia afterwards. Pretty so much, great. So, like, yeah, like that's when you. I know you said most of the finals are like that, but I feel like no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 80 much. Yeah, 
No, no. And so, you know, Toronto, well, the next year we won 2-0. Yeah, you know, hooray, but... Better game. You know, was- Seattle were crap and they were Toronto were better and eventually, you know, did actually manage to score, but it never really looked like it was in serious danger. Uh, you know, what else? I was trying to think of others, really. I remember Columbus beating... Seattle, I think, like three 0 or something like that. Eh, it's not much of a game, is it? Uh, you know, when Seattle beat Toronto three one, eh, Toronto weren't really in it all that much. You know, did this? You know, let's let's not overplay how good they regularly are and minimize this one. This was much better than usual. Oh, this one was. This is upper echelon for sure, for sure. I just maybe I'm just thinking of the playoffs more than the finals. Actually, that's probably what I'm thinking of because it's usually the playoffs have a lot of fun matches, and we get to the final True. and we're like, "We'll agree." What with happened that. to the chaos? We like mm-hmm. the chaos. Yeah, I, I can get behind the sentiment that the the playoffs as a whole are generally pretty exciting. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Excellent. Consensus. <laughs> Tony hasn't chimed in. Yeah, there he is. Meh. Playoffs. Come on. You loved it. You know it. Meh, still playoffs. As a, as a one-off game, sure, it was an exciting game of football, but it's still playoffs. All right. Sorry. Curmudgeon. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You just out-curmudgeoned Duncan. Like, come on. Liz, I said it was a good match in, in, in the sphere of, of where it exists. It exists in a world where playoffs exist. In a world I, where playoffs pre- exist. Exactly. I prefer a world where playoffs don't exist. Go back to England then. That's the only country that has, has playoffs. That's cr- no playoffs. That's correct. You got me. Thank you. Zing. Thank you for acknowledging that. Finally, I'm glad. Zip, I'm glad zap, that we. Zing. You got me. <laughs> you could say. You could have just said, "Go back anywhere else." Yeah, go back to not here. It's yeah. really what it what it comes. Yeah, to. I mean, yeah. England has playoffs, just not at the top of the Premier League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Championship, uh, League One, League Two, all I... the other ones, all the way down. They have playoffs. Hmm. Oh. Wait, don't turn this on me. <laughs> anyway. Again. That's what we do, Kristen. That the is zinger true. has that become is, the zinger. After 10 years, you think I'd see it, I'd expect it. I, I never do, and Kristen, I still hate it. So Kristen, you may have pre-poed yourself right there. Um by <laughs> you came, yourself. She came out way can too I, hard. Can I get a red card and get kicked out? Uh are you hurt though? Because it could be oh, uh, my feelings are hurt. And that's no, but you good can, enough. You can yeah, leave and we'll is. just uh, FaceTime you for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of injuries, um, so obviously Maxime Crepeau with this injury from the cup final is missing the world cup, no. which sucks. And, and that, that is sad, you know, like he's, but, and he is the, you know, he is the next keeper behind million Borian. So if anything happens to Borian, then, you know, Crepeau is the one who's expected to step in. Obviously that's not going to be the case anymore. It'll likely be Dane St. Clair. Um, mm. St. Clair, indeed. Mm. Look, this is all coming together. Um, but it is sad. the The good thing, the good thing, um, is that uh, Crow should still be in the conversation for the 
World Cup in uh, in four years, the North American one. Um, yeah, he's 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 still he's still in his twenties. He's young for a keeper, so he'll actually probably be the number one keeper for Canada by then. Um, so it's not as though this was his only opportunity to go to the world cup, but it is very sad. Um, and it'll be interesting to see who becomes the third keeper. Now I'm assuming it's going to be Pentemis, but maybe not. could be somebody else. Probably Pentemis. Yeah. It's, I think he's got, he's had more experience, more playing time um, than anybody else that really even sort of remotely comes to mind. Um, but Anyway, we're sorry for Max. It sounds like the surgery went well, so that's great. Um, sounds like he's going to, should heal up fine. Like there shouldn't be any issues. So that is very good. Um, so both he and Scott Kennedy missing the World Cup. But again, both of them should be back in four years. Alfonso Davies, who every time we blink, I swear to like, is it just me or is he just... He's not seriously injured all the time, but he seems to get injured a lot. Does he just play too much? Does he play too hard? Like, what's happening? Because he scared the crap out of the men's national team fan base um, in his last match when he pulled up with a hamstring, something or other, came off the pitch. And of course, the internet being what it is, all sorts of wild speculation, hamstring tear, grade this level, whatever. Oh no, what's going on? Only for like, what was it? A day later, two days later for it to be like, he should be fine in two weeks, everybody. Relax. But it was a bit of a uh, moment. Although. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to answer your question, it does seem like this happens a lot with him. You know, there's that thing where he got kicked in the head. Oh, is that going to be a problem? Okay, seems like it isn't. And then this happens. That one was weird. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like he just just in regular game, not on a regular basis. It's you know for Canada, he he often seems like oh shit, he just got tackled really hard. He looks like he's really hurt and whatever. Oh, that's not good. Oh, he's okay. Um, yeah, I do feel like it kind of happens a lot to, with him. But yeah, maybe just say his sort of style of play, his particularly sort of fast and just kind of. Mm -hmm. On yeah. the edge of uh, what have you, so that's going to lead to more being fouled more, or it's like his body is kind of like, like pushing it. It's, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but uh, you know, what do you, do you play one on a podcast? Yes, regularly, <laughs> not this podcast, but uh, you know, other podcasts. Mm. If you're not Dr. a doctor, Junkie, we have to have a, reporting if you're, not for a duty. Doc, if you're not a doctor, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sorry about that whole prescription thing i gave you there i wasn't supposed to know it would work out that way i i presumed it'd be fine wait is that what that invoice was for okay the two of you we are going to talk about this later let me tell you mm. um the d stands for doctor which is to go on the front of the name not the middle name Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of strange that should have been the tell everyone that should have been the tell. <laughs> Yeah. Who calls Doctors. himself Duncan Dr. Fletcher? That makes no sense. Doctor's his actual given middle name. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, the, you're like a doctor, just like Dr. Kamalo's a doctor. <laughs> oh, so there's some World Cup history. Yes. Yes, it is. That's funny. Um, anyway, so it does seem as though he should be fine. He's expected to... You know he's 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 going to he'll he'll be named to the squad. He should be fine for their first match. Um, 
some people are saying speculating he'll he might get a few minutes in the japan match but who knows just the the fact that everyone seems confident that he is going to be well enough to play for their matches during the world cup at least the initial matches that is the that is the important thing and has probably you know was again one of the more stressful things although again everyone who was suddenly like oh well that's it for canada then oh fuck we're done now um everyone cool your tits Mm. because there's lots of other players for Canada that are very good players that do good things and did good things during qualifying when Alfonso Davies was injured and yes, playing different teams, playing different countries, but everyone just settle the fuck down, please. Yeah, and thank I, you. I, I feel like, I feel like in general, there should be a lot of tit cooling these days, but that's. <laughs> I, know, I realize I said cool instead of calm and I don't know where that came from, but I, you, you know, know what, we're going to guitar. it's going to be hot. So it, cool your tits. It's fine. Look, it's, it's, it, you know, you're just, you're just a big time Charlie. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's just, you know, that's just how tits are cool. So exactly. cool as tits this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> Why, sir. Well, let's move on and let's talk about some things. So, you know, we, 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 we talked about MLS a lot already this week, but we have to talk about this because uh, a coach is back, baby. And that coach is Ben Olsen. Wow. I, I did not expect this. Um, I don't know. It, it sort of felt like I'm actually, I, like, I am surprised. Like, I'm not, but I am. Like, so he has now been announced as the, the new head coach of the Houston Dynamo. Um, and I, like, sure, you know, like, obviously he's been, he's been out of the game for two, three years now. Um, but at a sort of, not out of nowhere, because it's been rumored for a few days that this was, this was going to happen. Um, but this is, like, this is only, this will be his second head coaching job because he was with DCU for so long, you know, 10, 11 years outside of playing and stuff like that. But, um, and he was briefly the president of the Washington spirit and then WSL. Uh, but yeah, Ben is, Ben is back, baby. Um, That's yeah, it's weird. Really? It's so, it doesn't feel yeah, weird. It, feels like, weird. it kind of has a vibe of like doing like TFC, started up and from the sounds of it basically went to the league and said, uh, who can we have as a GM? And then, you know, the league of us, yeah, maybe Mo Johnston. That'll work out. It, it can sometimes sound if they don't really know what they're doing. And then, you know, someone within around the league is, oh, Ben Olsen, he's been around here. He, oh, that'll work out. As it was just kind of like, you know, somebody needs to give Ben Olsen a job somehow. Because, and yeah, I, I just don't understand it. It's like as if, you know, it's not like he was really good at DC. I mean, it made sense for him to get the job at DC. He'd been there as a player, all the history, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, that doesn't apply here to Houston. I uh, Just because, yeah, why? Why? I don't get it. I don't think his record was particularly terrible. I mean... His overall record was lost, but I mean, he, he, he won an open cup and jokes aside as to how important that is in the grand scheme of things, silverware, silverware. So that's, that's not, that's not a thing as far as I'm, I'm like, I'm I wouldn't be overlooking that. How many, how many Voyager's cups did Chris Cummins 
Win or Aaron Vinter or many other the shitty fucking coaches. Was it, was Plenty it, of coaches have won random cups. Was it, was it Boy, three, why don't you like Chris Cummins? What did he ever do to you? Was it three cups, two cups, and I forget who was the last one you said. I'm just trying to count them out loud. <laughs> No, but uh, to be also to uh, the U.S. Open Cup is more than at that time. It's a lot than, harder. Yeah. And more than five teams in it. So, like, sure. I'll give him that. Yes. Um, but I like my point is, is that maybe it could be a case of he's the best that was available right now and applied for the job. <laughs> um, you know, maybe 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 he didn't get his dream move to go uh, coach some version of Red Bull's footballing structure because mm-hmm. the last coach that was here and coached over there uh, went to Red Bull uh, Leipzig. So why not? Um, it, it, fine. It's fine. I feel like sometimes coaches come out of the ether in this league, which you know, maybe it's their time to have a, a, sh- a, cra- a crack at this level. Sure. I don't think it's a terrible idea, but um, I don't, we'll well, find I don't out. think it's terrible. Like Houston's not doing great. So no, well, the thing with Houston and I feel like Houston is one of those clubs, one of those MLS clubs that's been totally in flux for the last year or two. Right. Like they, mm-hmm. they have a, they got a new owner and they got a new GM and um, they, whatever they probably, I still think they should have given uh Negimura more time, but they didn't, they didn't, you know, they were in last place. So they turfed him. He hadn't even finished his first season as coach. Um, before this, he didn't even let him finish. They didn't even let the man finish the season. No, they just, they just, they just, they threw him out. Um, which was too bad. And they, it's not like they suddenly were a house on fire for the rest of the season. But anyway, this is the, the direction they want to go. Uh, now, Pat Onstad, here relationship, previous relationship with Ben Olsen? Probably. Ben's been in the league for so long. Yeah, I feel like was Onstad with DC at some point. That's Maybe. what I'm trying to remember. I feel like he must have mm-hmm. been. Because sort of like TFC for a while, it seems like everybody went through DC, whether, you know, when Ben was playing or by the time he became the coach. Um, so, you know, and Houston has been meant to bad for any number of years now like they you know they used to be they were one of the the early dynastic teams right you know like mls cups and finalists and u.s open cups and all sorts of things um but like they haven't paddlestad apparently played uh, three games for dc united in 2011 Oh well, so there you know. that's memorable it. games though memorable right. games there he he had a he, real imp- impact on ben olsen <laughs> Also, just amusingly, as I'm flicking through his Wikipedia profile, that full name Patrick Stewart Onstad, spelled exactly like Patrick Stewart. Make, Make it, it so. so. Yes. <laughs> Number one report. <laughs> Data. And then he was, he was like an assistant coach with uh, DC from 2011 to 2013, apparently. Oh, so, well, yeah, there you go. Solid. There and, yeah. Okay, a little, a little. You know, relationship, a little nepotism of sorts. Okay, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm down mm. with that, though. I have no issues with that. I think it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what he does in a in a different conference. Um, and 
Yeah, welcome back, Ben Olson. It's it's weird. It's like it's like once he left because he seemed his leaving seemed so final. Like it was like he was done with MLS. You know, he went off to do the NWSL thing for a while. He was doing a few other things here and there, half hearted, you know. But it kind of seemed like okay, he was you know he'd been in MLS for a really long time, player coach everything. He was done. But maybe he found he's... himself. Maybe he found himself. Oh, perhaps. You know, a lot of pandemic mm-hmm. pondering. Maybe he'd like walked across the country or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Traveling from town to town. <laughs> solving local crimes. <laughs> putting putting dun, dun, kids dun, dun. on the on the right path. Ooh. Exciting. Anyway, it's something uh something to look Green forward to animals. in the in the new in the new year, oh, I want ben Olsen. ben Olsen. I don't want him to be who's the Dynamo coach. I want him to be like I want a littlest hobo Ben Olsen show. <laughs> uh, does does know, anyone remember like when Pat Onstad was Toronto FC chief scout? Probably that's twenty thirteen. I guess Kevin Payne brought him in after his time mm. at DC, but. <laughs> Pat Onstad, Chief Scout, 2013, TFC. Oh, that's I, like, I remember that he was like associated with the team, but I couldn't remember why. Hilarious. Yeah, I guess uh, of Kevin Payne and Ryan Nelson. Uh, yep. He was the CanCon. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'd forgotten that entirely. I, I, like, I'd, that was... I'd, love, I'd love to know who he scouted, who TFC eventually uh, signed under his, under his reign watch. of terror. Well, yeah, presumably he was the one that, uh, you know, got them uh, sort of Bradley and Defoe and whoever next year. I, you know, oh, there you go. That's they they probably would have even they occurred to these guys if it wasn't for Pat Onstad saying, oh, actually, have you, have you heard of these guys? Like, mm, facts. Pat Onstad, builder of worlds. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, well, let's move on to still something a little MLS related. Just a quick recap of uh, CCL matchups for the coming season. Um, and they had a little little draw the other day. And so let's see, who do we have here? Some matchups for the first round. Uh, so Austin Celtic gets Violet AC from Haiti. Zombie Shivas gets Alawense, 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 you know, the Costa Rican team that I can never pronounce correctly. Thank you. Alan's onesie? Yes. Yes. Uh, Orlando gets Tigres. Ooh. Ooh. That's Mm -hmm. a a Lions versus Tigers. Oh, my. Mm. Uh, Union gets Alianza and the Whitecaps. That's right. God, I forgot they're in this. That uh, makes and such outrageous. The white cap should not be winning the Voyagers. It's so <laughs> weird. It's just, yeah. it's so, it just, it, it looks, it even looks wrong. Like it just looks mm. wrong on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, uh, and they've, they've got uh, Real España. So uh, the round of 16 is in oh. March. Real España. It's better than fake España. Exactly. Oh my God. No one likes fake España. No one likes artificial España. Right, just doesn't just doesn't taste the same. Exactly, you have that aftertaste. Yeah, it's just not right. Um, All right, well, moving away from MLS uh, and all that fun stuff, we're gonna head 
to the CanPL. That's right. We actually have CanPL news to share and to discuss. Um, first up, hey, you know that team from Langley? I mean, sorry, Vancouver. I mean, Langley. Um, you'll never guess what they're called. They had the official launch of the next CanPL team. You'll never guess the name, you guys. You'll never guess it. Uh, must be Langley something, right? Like Langley Town? Well, no, no, because... Yes, before we get into this, I was kind of looking beforehand and just Google Langley FC. They exist. They've got a great badge. Oh, really? On it. Langley FC. And uh, go to their website. Great badge. Probably a very successful team. There's four stars on the the badge there. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're you're doing. (laughs) But I like my Langley fast. These guys are... Slow. <laughs> Thank you. That's the shittiest English t- town joke I'll ever make right there. Kid. From a town called Slow. In Berkshire. And uh, uh, they, they ground share they ground share with Slow Town. <laughs> I love take it, it. The take it easies, Slow Town? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's keep the badge be an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Should have been a sloth. <laughs> oh, come on. No, take it easy. The song, anyway. Oh, um, I, oh you went that way. Okay. Yeah, I went that way. Yeah, totally. What? What you, you, know? you weren't, Mark, when you said, oh, the take it easies? That was, that was a slow town take it easy reference, yeah. was it not? Slow yes. down, take it easy. Yeah. But I didn't make the. I actually had a different song in my head. Oh, I went, I went the Eagles and yeah. he went totally different direction. Yeah. Okay, went, well, what's, what's the other song then? I went oh. Ska and. and uh, and uh, uh, Real Big Fish did a song, which I may, I don't know if it was a cover or not, but they say they say take it easy later on, not immediately after like the Eagles do. Okay, cool. So. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, fun little diversion. <laughs> hey, hey, the, the again. Anyway, yeah, again. So the new yeah. CanPL team. Because, you know, we never use like city names or anything like that. It's Camp Yell. It has to be, you know, an abstract concept or something really meaningful. Yeah. So these guys must be like what? Energy FC or, or, yeah, or um, like mountains. FC. Mount, yeah, mountain yeah. 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 FC, FC mountain or yeah. yeah. Or, or, yeah. or momentum. FC. Ooh, Ooh. There we go. By the yes. way, Campiel, stop yeah. taking notes. These are all still <laughs> fucking terrible names. <laughs> so yeah, it's Vancouver FC. Boring. That's not a real name. It's, it's I'm like I know we've been railing for them to use like city names, but good God, like guys, like you don't have to go from one extreme to the other. We're gonna Why? name. The, we're gonna name the team. We're going to finally listen to you, but we're going to apply them to towns that aren't the place we put the team. They actually play. It's not, Please. I know. All right. We're going to, let's, let's forge us now Guelph. Um, it only makes sense. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Guelph's been trying to rebrand itself as Toronto for the last, like, they're slowly making their move, right? So I'm oh, expecting yeah. that to happen any second yeah, now. But let's face it, both Forge and York are Toronto. Uh, Ottawa might even be Toronto. Uh, That's fighting words. That's fighting words, dump. Jeez. <laughs> you still mad about the doctor thing? Just what? I mean, that was a joke. That was. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Vancouver better. FC. Um, yeah. Langley. With... Not, not Vancouver. 
No. And uh, like, so their colors are black and gray, basically. So just, you know, oh, deal I with just that. thought they were old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, you know, so they have apparently red, sorry, warm red. Apologies. What? Warm red. Warm red. Oh, yeah, because we have to name all the colors, but the color, the, the red is apparently cold warm. red. Is there a cold warm. red? Uh, yes, I don't know. Um, but it's like nowhere to be found on anything. So why bother? Uh, I don't need trim. They're going to be they're going to look like DC United version 1.0. Well, that was my one of my first thoughts, actually. Yeah. I was like, OK, so you're basically just stealing DC United's colors. All right, good. And the badge has a little something happening to it. Yeah, it's an ang- angry penis and the first atmosphere way too would, quickly. Would the two soccer desk like to weigh in on this? <laughs> I get all my news from two soccer. That's why that's why so, I know that. All right. Well did did two soccer make it like so it's an angry penis, but are the the four lines that are coming up from the are those like just really like I think like those are speed perm, lines as, perm, as it enters as it enters Earth atmosphere. Oh, just I was going to go pubic hair. I so, oh, just, that's like, what I thought. Yeah, that's that's, that's now, like, specifically wow, designed pubic hair. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. To, be true. It's all the rage. Yeah, somebody's been to the barbershop exactly. and spent an hour getting that pattern to put into their pubes. Yeah. Maybe there's maybe there's speed pubes. Speed pubes. Mm, now you're like, talking like like spoilers. Oh god. All the bros are going to be getting speed pubes. Speaking for all <laughs> women that sleep with men, don't you know speed do pubes? this. No, it's fucking stupid. Come Just on, leave it be. No, but we'll be so much faster. <laughs> Good God, no! Please, enough with the fast part, okay? We don't. No, no. Look at these split. Zip zap. Uh, so oh, like every time. Great. Speed pubes. Anyway. Make it greasy. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so welcome to Vancouver. Welcome to Vancouver slash Langley slash whatever. All right, so Vancouver the speed pubes. Are we calling them the speed pubes from now on? No. <laughs> I think I think that, you know the raging seconded. raging ragers or raging boners would be <laughs> whatever. Thank you. I would far rather that we are not calling them the speed pubes. Fuck off. Uh, no. Speed pubes rolls right off the tongue though. No. No, no. Speed no. pubes roll right off the tongue. No. Oh. I. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna. There. I just threw something across the room at you. Okay. Because yeah, no. Pretend okay, what do you want rather than speed pubes? Not that. I I almost don't care. Note the word almost in that sentence. Aquaman, Pony Boys, Eddies, speed pubes. Oh. It's amazing. Oh. No, it is not. Oh, it's a nickname. Oh, yes. No. Um, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying yes to I see where he's going now rather than yes, that's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> it's a word it's progress. A great we, idea. we got time. It's not a great idea. Stop we have we it. have we have the opposite of speed on this. We have plenty of time. Thank fucking gods. Anyway, so I will Vancouver raging scene. ragers. Yeah, raging ragers. Just the ragers. Just the ragers. That's it has North American know. soccer heritage behind it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I- I'm fine with that. That's fine. Speed pubes. Um, stop it. 
stop it. So yes, so they are uh, kicking off next season. Um, they're going to be based in Langley because they're from Langley, Willoughby Community Park. Mm. Not, not Vancouver. No, Langley. I, you know, I take your Burnaby, New Westminster, Richmond, North Vancouver, West Vancouver, maybe Coquitlam. Yeah. Maybe Surrey. I mean, you know that the SkyTrain goes to Surrey. Uh, Langley, fuck off. Exactly. No. It's driving me crazy. I mean, don't impress Vancouver. I'm looking at a map here, and just a little bit next, basically next to Langley, is it Aberdeen. You could be calling yourself Aberdeen FC. Oh, oh that's true. Up the Dons. Yeah. That would have been amazing, Updons. actually. Tongue, <laughs> because it looks like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Mac. Thank you. <laughs> good night, everyone. <laughs> well, you know, it is supposed to be a bald eagle, so. Is um, it now? <laughs> it is. Actually, yes. The design evokes a bald eagle as the south coast is home to the largest gathering spot for the animal in the world. Have you oh. not watched the inspirational video? Oh, God. Do I? No. Is it in this? Is it linked in here? No. I'll try and find went, it. I'm surprised they went with a, a bald eagle and pubes. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Ooh. Bit of a contradiction there. Yeah. Get, get Rob Friend on the phone. He has yeah. some explaining to do. Better not sign any. Better not sign any Brazilians. Um, so yes. <laughs> um, the the head coach um, is uh, Afshin Gotbi, as uh, Iranian, but uh, basically American. Um, coached. All over the place, uh, USL, MLS, um, Thailand, Japan, Chinese Super League. Like he's 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 coached a lot and everywhere. Uh, he's been at the World Cup. He's done all sorts of stuff. So doing doing what? Coaching yeah, has has he done a good job at all these places? Um, I don't remember. Oh no, he's been. He's been fired spectacularly at all. <laughs> I don't think that's it. This sounds like a man with a lot of firings on his resume. The man's been coaching for over three decades. I, I think he's I think he's had uh... That would be amazing. I don't know anything about his career, but it would be hilarious. Like he's got all this experience and he'd been like fired wildly in every place for not knowing what he was doing at all. <laughs> oh my god. You'd, you'd hope that's not the case, but I would, I would enjoy that. I doubt it's the case, but you know, like, yeah, I, yeah, not, yes, but pretty funny. He was an assistant with the Galaxy when they won MLS Cup. He won the Iranian League title. Oh, Parasopolis. Okay. Uh, he was in charge of the Iran team that made it to the quarterfinals of the Asian Cup in 2011. Let's see. He was coaching in China before the pandemic. Yeah, said so he gained promotion. Yeah, in the in the in the Chinese Super League. Yeah, all right. All right, so he knows what winning kind of looks like, so that's good. And he's been like he's been with the World Cup for for a couple of different countries, actually, America, the U.S., and South Korea. Crazy. Anyway. Dude's got scads of experience. So this is the, like, honestly, we're, we're sort of almost, almost not entirely, but almost regardless of his success or whatever. Like this is, 
one of the most experienced coaches, I think, to come to Camp Yell, which is kind of great. But I will, you know, I appreciate mm. I appreciate that. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's he's yeah. up there with. Can uh, I give it that one? Up there with. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Stephen uh, Hart obviously had. Uh, yeah. Some experience. So, uh, why is my brain breaking? Uh, the gentleman who was coaching Halifax for the first four seasons. Stephen Hart. Thank Stephen you. Stephen Hart. Yeah, Stephen comparable just... resume to that. Like as far as been been places. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I, I said would... one of the most experienced coaches, not the most. Although I still think he actually might be the most experienced coach um, to come to MLS. I'm sure if you I mean, took Campiel, if you took two thirds of the coaches that have been in this league, he would have more experience than all, all two thirds <laughs> of those probably combined, most so. of them. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I, I think that's kind of a I think that's a really interesting direction for them to take um, to to go with to go with someone like that um, and, and to, and to convince someone to, to come to Camp Yell as well and take on a new project and a new team. Um, anyway, it's uh, congratulations on the new club. Uh, we still mm -hmm. desperately need a club in Quebec. So powers that be Mr. Noonan and co like, that should be if, if that's not like on the top of every list at the Campiel head office, I'm very disappointed because it's so desperately necessary. Um, sure. I would love another club in Ontario. Um, I would love to see another Prairie club. Is this Saskatchewan club ever going to happen? But desperately need a club in Quebec. Like it's, I mean, it's can, can very you important. Even, can you even threaten a club if you haven't, at least got some kind of stadium renderings to show people. I mean, mm. I haven't seen any stadium rendering of anything in Quebec. So, I mean, that's never happening. Mm. It's sad. Yeah. And as far as the, the Vancouver thing, it's you know, definitely good news. More clubs. This is great. And hopefully it works. I and mean, just kind of like the location is like, uh, and you know, I, I feel like you know, the white caps are obviously there, but you know, They've been a mediocre nothing team for like 10 years now in MLS. And oh, but now they have to play each other in the Voyager's Cup. There's various like scandals and that sort of thing. Because, you know, there's a lot of reasons people could walk away from yeah. Vancouver Whitecaps if you give them a, a decent uh, alternative. And, you know, maybe Victoria, you know, the Aquaman were never going to be that because it's a bit far away. But yep. so the fuck is Langley. I mean, genuine question here. Wouldn't surprise me if it's like quicker to get to Victoria than it is to get to Langley from like proper sort of downtown Vancouver. I know someone uh, with more local experience will probably have to tell me that, but you know, if you can just hop on about transit to fucking Langley, not that much closer, really. Which, yeah, that's a shame. But hey ho. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that all shuffles out. But I, I, I am still a bit excited about the prospect of Vancouver versus Vancouver in the Voyager's Cup. Duncan, you, Duncan you, know, you of all people know the most important thing in building a successful football club is marketing. Yes. <laughs> marketing and sponsorship. That's what it's all about. That's what, yes. that, that, that's that's what, that's what puts butts in seats, Duncan. Like, come on. Yes. Yes. So yeah, well, hey, Vancouver FC. I mean, it's it's right there in the name. 
Yeah. Don't worry about the location. It's right there in the name. It's right there in the name. Like, look, like look, you look go to Vancouver, branding, it'll be right there. It'll be everywhere. It'll be super easy yeah. to find. Look at the branding right there, Vancouver. I mean, you just walk outside in Vancouver. You're about to stumble across it because, you know, Vancouver, it's, it's right there, surely. No. Lonely. <laughs> Um, well, in other Campiel news, speaking of things happening with this league that are, well, this is probably a better thing. It's, it's, it's a small step in the right direction, but shockingly transparent from the league. Um, potentially, who knows? Maybe this is another attempt to stave off the, the PFA. Who knows? Um, but today, this afternoon, the Canadian Premier League announces increases to the salary cap. That's right. They announced an increase to the league's minimum player salary and total player compensation budgets ahead of the 2023 season. Um, the changes were recommended by league offices by the league office and unanimously approved by the Campiel Board of Governors. Huzzah! So the minimum salary increases by like this is this is this is so the minimum salary is increasing by. 36% to Go on. $30,000 because that's how little they were being paid. Sweet. Which we all knew. Inching ever closer to the poverty line. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, over it, not, you know what I, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, like now I said. They need, now they only need two other jobs. Nice. Or two, room, or two other roommates. Yeah. To be fair, I do feel fair. like probably you Winnipeg, you could probably survive, you know, get a house, get a, an apartment on your own and survive on 30,000 a year. And, you know, it'll be nice, you know, if you're in any of the other sort of cities, it's probably, hey, if you're still living with your parents, then hey, this is pretty sweet. But, you know. Maybe Winnipeg. You know, Winnipeg, Winnipeg will suddenly become the place to go. <laughs> you finally go, oh, well, you got this. Where can we actually live? Because that's money? not going to do much for you in Hamilton. That's for sure. It's true. No, it's probably not going to get you anywhere like close to uh, York or uh, yeah. Hey, York United, that, that's like almost a full year of go transit fare for the York United players. <laughs> Anyway, but so it's it it is it is a very positive move. Um, it's still, but you know, we'll we'll take positive steps because well, they're necessary. Um, so there, there's other yes, they're what are they doing? Separating each club's ah, they're separating each club's player salary budget from the technical staff salary budget. Now each with their own minimum and maximum spends. The two budgets were previously connected and limited within a total combined spend amount. So basically Hamilton had split them long ago and has been operating on two different budgets. <laughs> That's just my guess. Um, so maximum spend is 1.125 million for player compensation. Um, something about implementing U21 players incentive program. I, I vaguely remember that. Oh, right. Cap relief for your under your U21s. Um, so player compensation budget increased by 175,000. Um, and the club has to spend at least three quarters of a million on their, on their player salaries, which is a 15% increase from last year. Okay. 
yeah, all in yeah. all, not too bad. Those are that's positive a very moves. positive. That's a, a good direction to be going in, and yeah. of sizable amounts. It's like yeah, all right, well done, very good. Oh yeah, I don't have complaints at all. I'm happy to see it happening. Um, I'm happy to see them being quite transparent about it, which is again a marked departure for this league's home office, uh, which has everything in a shroud of secrecy. Um, and it does look, yeah, as though the salaries are moving in the right direction. Now, still, they very much still need to recognize the PFA, but uh, we'll see what happens in the coming yeah. year. And I do think there's, you know, a couple of bits of like angles to this that yeah, there's a bit of a, a PR move that they are, you know, sort of being kind of, you said, this transparent or what have you. And yeah, I think you know, part of it is definitely the whole sort of PFA thing. I want to come out and be able to say, yeah, you know, these guys don't need a union. Look at us. We're, we're taking care of our players best we can. Trust us, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, as well, you know, just the whole thing with the, the the players at the World Cup and everything and uh, CSBs like, getting all the money and the poor World Cup players aren't getting anything. And I kind of help think this is very much a, hmm, see, this is what we do with the money. We're actually you know, investing this money in the National League. We're growing the game at this particular level. This is what's happening. You know, if we just give all the money to the players at the World Cup, then we won't be able to do this. So you guys shouldn't mm-hmm. be so mean to the CSA and what have you, um, and to the like CSB and blah, 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 blah. I think there's definitely a part of it and uh, would be... You know, that yeah, kind yeah. of and it's in a way legitimate. I mean, you know, essentially, you know, I, I can fully see both arguments, but where would you potentially want this money to be going? Should it be going to the the players at the top who are technically earning all this kind of like extra money that's coming in from being at the World Cup? Or should it be being used to sort of grow the, the game and the, the national league than the, the players in the bottom? I mean, you know, Alfonso fucking Davis doesn't need this money. You know, some, some random 20 year old who's now earning $30,000 instead of $20,000 needs that money more than Alfonso Davies does. So, and I can see the argument from both sides of it, but yeah, if yeah. you're actually going to be taking this money and actually like, putting it into doing this, then that's good. Because I've got to say, I'm still thinking, you know, the Canadian Premier League and just the money that they're bringing in from like crowds and merchandise and that sort of thing probably is not paying this. It is going to be the, the amount that, uh, you know, they're able to make from like sponsorships and national team, things like that are probably a large part of these raises. So, hmm. but uh, I think that's pretty part of why they're actually you know, really kind of coming out and promoting this. But at the same time, yeah, it's 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 a valid argument, really. It's where do you want the money to be going? The people at the top are already making decent money, or people at the bottom who aren't yet. Well stated. That's true. Um, okay. Well then, on that cheery note. Yeah. I, anyway, good good that this is happening. Wherever the money's coming from, this is good news that you know the uh, those players are going to be getting more money and. The, the minimum is going up and it's like for the spend as a whole and the solo cap as a whole, things going up. It's uh, good news. Excellent. Um, oh, 
actual statement from the PFA before we move on from this. Oh, yeah. uh, so the PFA, which represents players, said it welcomed the move to increase the CPL salary cap. View the league's decision to increase the salary cap and minimum salary as progress towards the further professionalization of players' CAMPL experience. However, we remain mindful such arrangements require players' agreement through collective bargaining in order to maximize mutual benefit, transparency, and enforcement. Um, also noted that November marks, wow, it's been this long already, almost three years since the players formed the PFA um, in order to negotiate improved mm -hmm. wages and conditions, resolve disputes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, unfortunately, past two seasons, pandemic has interrupted plans to create bargaining relationship with the CAMPL through voluntary recognition or legal means. Um, we look forward to doing so in the near future. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, it's good. You know what? I think it's a positive thing that they came out right away and, you know, throw some support behind this. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, but that's, that's good. That's good. So I wonder if maybe they were actually, I wonder if they were looped in ahead of time. No, no, you'd, no. You'd hope so. You would hope so, I, but. Yeah. How can, can you, can you bargain or negotiate with a, a union or association, whatever, without actually recognizing it. So you're just, eh, we're not going to officially say it, but uh, yeah, what do you think about all this? Yeah, what are your thoughts about this? What if we send you some notes? Is, uh, how's, how's, when, this is the number we were thinking about pushes electronic paper across the electronic table, you know, flips mm -hmm. that over, scribble, scribble. What about this number? Said, yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. I, it really is, again, it's a positive sign. They really do need to recognize that union, though, and just be like every other league in pretty much all of existence. <laughs> Let's just do this. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, Let's move on to what's coming up because there's a little bit of stuff coming up this week. Um, and that is not one, not two, but three friendlies played by our national teams. Um, as we mentioned last week, uh, the Canadian women's national team, the XNT, have two matches against Brazil, and the men's national team have a match against Bahrain, who, if anything goes wrong, we'll blame it on them. Um, so women's first match is on Wednesday. I uh, haven't seen broadcast information for that one. Both the matches on Friday, um, the men's and the women's, um, are both being shown on One Soccer. Um, so both available for your viewing pleasure uh, as, as you're able to watch or watch later. Um, but I have yet to see confirmation about Wednesday's match. I'm just going to assume that it is and that I just have not looked effectively. Um, so that would be my guess. Um, but nice chance to get to watch, um, especially especially as we talked about with the with the squad for the for the XNT is to see some of these new faces, these younger faces, um, but also to see Christine Sinclair and and have some of the players that missed recent when the re more recent international window um actually lawrence is back Kadisha, that sort of thing so we get to see some some players back in the mix and kind of see how the balance starts to work there so that'll be fun hopefully she says um and then the men's match on uh, on friday is certainly um 
it's a World Cup tuna, but it's more, I think, player evaluation for Herdman and his staff. Because as we said, this is it's basically it's the MLS players that are playing in this match. Um, and time to see sort of who they're going to bring with, because I feel like they've probably already determined the European players um, as long as they're fit, who's going right. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So three matches, uh, one on Wednesday, two on Friday. Uh, the ones on Friday are midday. Um, so I think the men play first uh, 1130 and then the XP play at um, 130, I believe. Did I send that link? No, of course not. Don't be silly. Why would I have done that? <laughs> Let me just pull this up here. What you say? Sure. Oh, sorry. Ten thirty. So the men's match is at ten thirty. Um, oh, that's that's cutting right into Remembrance Day, guys. How how dare you? Um, uh, lest I forget this. when kickoff is. Exactly. I'll I'll be watching soccer. Um, and uh, yeah, the women's match is at one thirty. So. If you have Fubo, watch it on Fubo. One soccer, watch it on one soccer. Anyway, you can watch both matches, which is great. And um, should we just do some some score predictions? Because sure. why not? Why not? See. So, all right, I'll just all right. So we'll do I'll do the women's versus Brazil. Uh, we'll say game one. Uh. 2-1 Canada and mm-hmm. game two I'll do uh uh 2-1 Brazil. Switch it up. Reasonable. Let's uh, say... go... Yeah, go ahead. Thanks, Doctor. I'll, I'll, I'll say uh, <laughs> say one all for the first match and then two nil Brazil for the second. Oh. Oof. Oof. Um, I will go with uh, uh, 1-1 and 2-0 to Canada within the uh, those games against Brazil. Well, I see. I... I'm, I'm with my esteemed colleague, Duncan, on this. How can I All argue right. with an internet proctologist? It's <laughs> a proctologist now? Dear God. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, Duncan's like, absolutely. What else would I possibly be? Actually, that's a good point. Um... And then the uh, the men's match. One nil to Canada. A little bit of a uh, sort, of, sort of panic of like, oh, well, this isn't good, is it? Let's hope the Europeans can help. Yeah. The European-based players can help. Yes, um, I Yeah. I thought you Mediocre, meant NATO. One nil. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that. I, I, I'm, I'm down with that too. I don't like it, but I can definitely see that happening as well. I feel like that's the most likely outcome, but um, I think it'll be 3 0 Canada. Yay. I'm going to say 2 1 Canada. They're going to be a little complacent. Um, and they're going to let, a, they're going to let a, a stupid goal in. That won't be Dane St. Clair's fault. I just want to put that out there never, immediately. Why would it be? Because it never is. Why would it be his fault? Exactly. It's not his fault. So, all right. Well, that'll be exciting and fun. And then, just everyone so you know, Sunday morning, 
10 a.m. Eastern time. The Canadian World Cup squad will be revealed on TSN. What time is that in the mountains? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. All right. Nine? Mm. Mm. Which mountains, I guess. Which, like, I guess, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of mountains in this country, I gotta say. Did, the, did a moose <laughs> see its shadow? Because that could affect it, too. <laughs> How many provinces spring forward and fall back? What's I don't even know. Anyway. Some of them go sideways. Like one oh, of them flips yeah, upside down. that's true. So, um, so Sunday morning is the World Cup squad reveal. Um, I don't think there's going to be a ton of surprises. Um, I, for me, I, I put two names down. I put Daniil and Atiba because um, Daniil's been this very strange question mark, um, half slash joke um, the last few weeks or months. He's going to go as a coach. He's going to go as locker room motivation. I, again, I still would like to point out that while, again, he is not – the most fabulous defender. He did some good things during the World Cup qualifiers. He was important in more than one match. He started, just, the, fight, he started the fight against Panama. And not just for, well, I was going to say, I was going to mention the corner flag fight, which was very mm-hmm. important. Um, and yes, obviously, I'm very biased. Everyone knows I like Daniil Henry. I get it. I admit it. I admit it. But I do like to think that there's at least a tiny little bit of me that is being reasonable about this. Yeah. Um, the game against the US where he just went out there and was just fouling everybody and then got subbed off after about 30 minutes. I know that was against somebody. Was it the US? It may have been somebody else, but I feel like uh, that was something that he did at one point and said, yeah, let's just do that again. Let's put him out there for the first half an hour against Belgium. Go up there and fuck up Kevin De Bruyne. He's going to cause chaos, exactly. Before before he gets a red card, we'll sub you on for the defender that we want at the end of the game. Uh, Let's see, Vittoria, Kamal Miller, whoever it might be. Exactly, exactly. It can't be Scott Kennedy, unfortunately, but, you know, so... Yeah, oh, Derek Cornelius. I wonder if Derek Cornelius is still in the conversation. Huh. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what? I know jokes aside, we're like, oh, where's Daniel going to fit in? Oh, no, no. I, Duncan's I'm, plan I, is gonna fit money. In. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, do, I do love Kevin De Bruyne. Plays for the wrong Manchester, but, you know, there's its own other issues there. Um, I don't want to see people get hurt, but if there's a game he does... And it's early enough. <laughs> and O'Neill does it. We need the street a after injury. Him. Just, 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 just a minor injury. A knock. Yeah, just a I, knock. I'm not even saying anything. Just go out there and you know give him some like bruises. Yeah, and just like bruise him up a little bit. Yeah, that are going to slow him down for the game. The, they're, the called, reducer. they're called bruise in. Thank you, Tony. That's so good. Yeah, yeah the, the reducer in oldie timey football time. There go we go. And then, you know, about half an hour in, just before he gets a red card for persistent fouling, sub him off for somebody else. Perfect. That's yep. all he needs to bring to the World Cup. Yep. That's all. And and then he can spend the rest of the time being locker room motivation, like corner flag antagonizer, whatever. It's it's great. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the role of player engagement is not like it's not fulfilled with the CSA. So like, and he's been around Jason Hernandez long enough to know how that role goes. <laughs> now, I don't, yeah. I, now I don't know what, I don't know what, what, what 
it would be like, but I'm sure he knows enough to go, bonjour. You know, like I know he could do that. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, the other name I put down was Atiba because Atiba, you know, continued to be a question mark whether or not he was healthy enough. But, you know, Herdman's given a couple interviews lately and they've been very positive about his conversations with Atiba. And again, and I have said this, there is no way there is literally, unless Tiba is seriously, like actually seriously injured, like he cannot, he cannot walk kind of injured. Even if. Again, yeah. See, he'll be a coach. He'll be the water boy. It doesn't matter. Atiba is going to the World Cup. This is Atiba's World Cup. I will fight anyone on this. This is, this is, this is, this is the kill I will die on. That Atiba, Atiba Hutchinson is going to this World Cup. He's going to step on a pitch during a world cup match so that his name goes down as having played in a world cup because if no one else deserves it more than him nobody and i will like seriously if for some reason his name is not on that squad list i will find john herdman <laughs> i mean i think you know canadian government officials whatever don't listen to this but i will do violence to john herdman. I, I, i've seen the numbers i think you're safe Kristen. but uh, i also believe it <laughs> I also believe that. Anyway, I'm very passionate about this. I'm sorry. Well, still room for a surprise or two, though. Do you have a surprise or two in mind? Is there a player you're thinking of? Oh, yeah, there's one I'm thinking of. (laughs) Duncan's got it. I think I know who Tony's thinking of. (laughs) Oh, no. Both of you stop it. Now I I know. I'm, I'm, why am I not thinking of this? Why? I presume Tony's thinking of deer. That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> Fucking right, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I am <laughs> embarrassed that I could or did not come up with that in any reasonable amount of time. Of course, there's, you know he's been practicing. You know he's been practicing. Right. Calls up, well, he, calls up he, you know, he looked pretty fit on his uh, his stint on Top Chef. So, you know, that was filmed a few months ago, but still. Calls up Herdman every, like, day to let him know how training went. And, Sends him film. And, and Herdman's like, <laughs> sure, Dwayne, sure. I gotta go. Lunch is on the table, so. What's, what's, what's your son up to right now? <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> D. Rosario the Younger? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I got... I, I'll give some space to that kid. Sure. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. He'd be the new Roger Miller. He could be. Yes. Oh my God. With that dance, he would go global. Yeah, be so amazing. Career. Oh, Straight yeah. to the corner flag with his little chicken strut. He would be a world, worldwide icon for life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Everyone remembers Roger Miller. Uh-huh. Why not Dero? Well, exactly. Hmm. I bet Roger Miller was an asshole too. <laughs> he I seems think, lovely on Twitter, though. I will I, say. I think he was Roger sweetheart. Miller. Yeah, he's on Twitter. Is he? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, go go say it to him now. Go tweet. Yeah, him. exactly. Go on, Duncan. Yeah, just 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 just. <laughs> Make sure you <laughs> ask. God damn it! I want to see this. <laughs> this is the this is big boy Arbil. pants all over again. <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, I, it's yeah. It'll be interesting. I think really the the main question, you know, who's the third goalkeeper going to be? Um, and 
panties. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, yeah, what is the defensive makeup going to be? Um, you know, will there be any surprises out of this camp, this Bahrain match um, from some of the MLS players? You know, does, does Liam Frazier somehow work his way? No, he's not. And I love Liam Frazier, but I, yeah. Um, does Lucas Cavallini work his way out of the squad? Please, no. Um, Adrian Serio's music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't see. I think Cavallini's going for yeah, sure. He's, yes, he's going. I know he's going. Just annoys me. So we should. Um, yeah, I, I don't expect a ton of surprises. I, I think, yeah, no Scott Kennedy is sort of kind of what becomes the who replaces Scott Kennedy is is, is the big question. Um, so Waterman. Waterman. Mm, actually. Waterman. What a mighty good man. What am I? What am I? Good man. Yeah. That's if there's anyone a, you want, if there's anyone you want in the desert, it's Waterman. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. good point, Tony. Very excellent. Sold. Yes. There's lot. There's logic behind that. All analysis, works. man. All right. Well, obviously, we will be discussing this uh, next week. But yes. So Sunday morning, 10 a.m. TSN, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, um, for the Canadian World Cup squad reveal. So. Make sure you're up. Mm-hmm. Breakfast at D Rose. Oh, oh it's going to be something vegan, though. Yeah, Is he still a very, vegan? Right. That's why he's keeping himself in shape. Yeah. And I said, what about breakfast at D Rose? <laughs> I said, fuck off. Hey, guys. Vegan, so no. <laughs> And I recall, I think none of us liked it. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, that's more so for me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, on those dulcet notes, on those notes, uh, that is our show for this week. Um, Please join us next week for our World Cup preview. We're going to do it all, baby. We're going to go group by group. We're going to make predictions. We're going to pick players. Oh, it's going to be a festival of World Cup goodness. And, of yeah. course, we're going to talk about the World Cup, uh, the Canadian World Cup squad, um, and see if I have to hunt down John Herdman. But I won't have to because Atiba's going. It's fine. Um, I have been joined by the entire Woke Minority podcast panel, as per usual, to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Dr. Fletcher, Yes. Hello. I'm a doctor. It's true. <laughs> um, the tweets uh, at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Hashtag Nero to, to Qatar. <laughs> uh, on the Twitter machine, at Kidner and Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who contributes to our Patreon to help support this podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. We got shirts. They're in our Zazzle shop. You can find the link on our website and uh, still putting them up on YouTubes. Ah, ah, the YouTubes. If you, if you prefer to go and consume our podcast that way, uh, you can find us on uh, youtube.com slash at vocal minority CA. I haven't actually tried it to see if it works, but I assume it does, because why would Google lie to me? And I would uh, like to uh, uh, piggyback onto Tony's idea. Let's send two D-Rose to Qatar. 
Hmm? Oh, he's got more than one kid. Yeah, but we we could send multiple he, heroes to Qatar. Does he? Does he have? Has, more than I mean, has that. any other country ever sent a father son duo? Legendary to, to the same World Cup. Oh. Exactly. No can one would we, ever forget us. Never. Can we not just send his uh, like League One Ontario team and say like Dero <laughs> Dero United? Do you see what I'm called? You know, just just send that entire team. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. They, they, they can be the taxi squad. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. At least watch, try and seek out an extended highlight pack because you'll get, you'll really get. Guys, let me back in one second. That picture painted. Wow. Okay. Quick. Should we just say, should we just say show done? We would just like, cut it off now, leave. MLS Cup. Great. World Cup's coming soon. There we go. That's the show. Well done, guys. See you next week. I think we put in a good shift. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very intrigued as to what's happening out there. Should we you take know. guesses on, should we take guesses? Uh, I'm going to say, hmm. Eviction. No. Hmm. Election. That's the word mm-hmm. I wanted. Yes. Her, her weekly uh, conservative party check-in. Oh yeah. Hmm. She, she, she's purple party all the way, this one. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 Del- <laughs> Delivery of the, the, the new Valley 3000. Uh, Could be, yeah. Yeah. I'm back. Hooray! Sorry about that. That was very exciting. I, yeah. Did you guys keep talking or are we just going to pick up where I left you? No, we'll oh, we, we we ended the show already. Yeah, that's yeah. what I figured. I figured Boys. that was it. A, was it a good show? I I, I expect it was an awesome. Show. You were hilarious. Yeah, good. Much, oh, I'm so much, glad. You know, much like the MLS Cup final started off slowly and everything, but great ending. Fucking after you lost as you. This is the MLS Cup 2022 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony Tony even sprained his thumb. He didn't break a leg, but yeah. I'm a complete, complete professional <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> yes, you are, Tony. You are. Shall I pick up where I was going to go with what I was going to say next before my phone rang? Sure. If you, if you, do you have a question? Or, yeah. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see how it comes out in the edit.